And welcome back to another episode of The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Two Legs. I am here with AIW owner John Thorne. We want to say what's up to everybody. For Give a shout out to the sponsors, The Exchange, Fight Plus. What else we got, Thorne? Who else? That's it, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we don't have too many sponsors. The uh, the deal with the exchange is, is expiring shortly as well, so um, maybe we will uh, sit down at the negotiation table very shortly, but uh, nothing. Uh, we're really bad at sponsors. EVP Jimmy is just fucking not, not bringing in the sponsorship dollars. You know, he's he got this... He got a fancy new office and in, in AIW Towers, and he he hasn't he hasn't brought too much to the table. He's using those company seats, him and Alberti going to all the Cavs games, and Derek. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks for the invite, guys. Yeah, cool. Let's let's bring uh, co- the uh, fourth string commentator. That's really gonna get you moving up the ladder at the company. <laughs> oh, Even if I don't want to go, I just want to be asked. You know who's really mad about that? Who? It's the Duke. Oh, yeah? Oh, he's very upset. He's never been asked. Wow. That's, but uh, uh, the Duke? He holds a grudge, I, I, too. I think I need a shadier tax guy because, ooh, buddy, I got my the AW tax bill, and that's the reason why we got to do this hard sell. Cause <laughs> we need to recoup some funds or what? Yeah, that uh, pretty much wiped, <laughs> we're pretty much wiped out after, uh, after paying that tax bill, oh, uh, which... <laughs> It was supposed to be actually. Uh, so, I got all my stuff on Saturday. I did not have enough money to c- cut the check. Uh, oh no! For, for the uh, federal government, uh, so I had to, you know, transfer stuff around. You know what I mean? It doesn't instantly it doesn't instantly transfer. Not large sums like that. No. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, had to wait for some ticket sales to come through over the weekend, which we had a nice little run, so that's helped us out a little bit. So, uh, you, you know, you, you it's like one to three days from PayPal, right? So mm-hmm. um, the, stuff, the stuff hadn't cleared yesterday, and I know that they're not going to cash it, like, right away. But anyway, I... Uh, Long story short, you're supposed to send it in yesterday by 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I fucking did not. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Let me get, you know, because I had to do it anyway. Uh, we're going to get back into sending the Patreon packages out and all that stuff. I was like, let me just get all this shit set up because it's. You know, been sitting idle since my car got stolen and all that shit. Uh, and I'm like, I have this plan to where I'm going to just buy the postage and print it out at home. And then, you know, I'll have the proper timestamp or whatever. This fucking Dymo Thermo printer just kept saying <laughs> error state, error state. I'm uninstalling it, reinstalling it. Uh, fucking restart my computer, update my computer, trying to print, you know, you know, print a sample copy or whatever it does. And like, it's shooting out all these blank labels and like nothing's happening. And, uh, finally about, uh, 
uh, I don't know, midnight last night, I just fucking took it and I just threw it on the ground real hard. (laughs) (laughs) Did that fix it? (laughs) Uh, No, it didn't fix it at all. Uh, I would have gave up and went to the post office. It was too late. I mean, it was after five. Uh, You know what I mean? So I thought, you know, I can print the postage out at home. You know what I mean? And like, it would be all good. But I couldn't get the fucking thing to print. And I don't, you know, I, I don't think anybody has fucking printers at regular printers at home anymore. I certainly don't. No. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully I don't catch a fine, but I had to literally find an envelope and like hand write it out and find some stamps, which luckily I found some stamps hidden away in a drawer in my house last night. Um, <laughs> the Hail Mary came through and you found postage just lodged away in your house somewhere. <laughs> That's incredible. But still, like, it's not going to be postmarked, you know? So I don't know. You know, maybe, hopefully they give me a little leeway there. Cause, um, but I dropped I dropped it in the mail. Can you say but you have COVID? You couldn't leave the house? Like, I had to stay home one more extra day. I'm I don't sorry. think that works. I don't think that works anymore. Uh, but yeah, so that was my fucking night. And uh, I ordered a new, I ordered a new printer on the credit card today. So uh, hopefully, one way or another, we'll get those Patreon packages out this week. I got a printer. I could print them, print out the labels if you needed to, and then bring them Saturday. Yeah, I would have to. I gotta look, you know, because you got to do the. I do it like. I'm sure you do it probably a similar way, but I'd buy it all in like stamps.com or whatever. I use pirate and, ship. And it's probably all the same. Yeah. I don't Stamp know. Stamp talk, I don't baby. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, I know we say it all the time, but it's fucking, it's been so hard to get all this shit back on track. All these fucking EVPs not stepping up, you know. Obviously, you, you know, your EVP of audio engineering, you're you're ready to go. But we're here. We're doing a podcast at least now. <laughs> I got a lot of uh, man. I got a lot of shit going on. I got my, I got the the, the psychopathic records people all over me for fucking gathering stuff. I've just oh yeah, been, that's coming up, right? In in July, uh, I got like the the phone call the other day. So, working on that. We have a lot of fucking shows on the docket coming up in the next few months as well. I'm trying to line shit up for all that. Uh, it's just, man, it's it's been a lot. You know, before we started recording, we were just like, all right, we're going to set a day. And I think we decided on Sunday evenings, we're going to try to set every every Sunday to get to get back rolling again. Because, you know, you, you're... You, you're on more of a consistent work schedule now. Yeah. And it's like, it's so easy for like the weekday to just get away from you when you got to go to that nine to five right off the rip. You know what I mean? Especially cause now too, it's just starting to be like light out a little later too. before a month or two ago, two months ago, man, by the time I was getting home from work or people get home from work at five or six, it's fucking dark. And you're like, Oh, right. Shit. And you just want to do shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. Uh, so yeah, it's just it's fucking it's things just get things just get away, you know what I mean? Uh it's just the it's it's I don't know why it's just been so difficult to get 
everything back on track, you know, as far as, you know, I, I think about it and it's like, man, like it, what, what I think what it was is like pre COVID we would go meet up somewhere mm-hmm. and we would knock out four hours, you know, plus we would just record the whole month worth of podcast in a day. Yeah. So it was really, yeah. but it's just too hard to do that, you know, cause everybody is going in every which direction at this point. Yeah, it's hard to knock it out for, like, to get, like, a big chunk anymore. Like, I don't even know when I could clear out, like, a four or five hour, you know, from my week to really do it. But once a week is tough, too, because if, if we did, prior to this, we didn't have, like, a set day. So it the podcast is easily to be something that, like, slips around and, you know, before you know it, it's the next week because it's like we didn't have a set day. Now, if we're saying, hey, every Sunday we're going to sit down, you could start your week Monday morning, listen to this, and, you know, listen to what else comes out on Monday observational banner could go back to back card is going to change right into observational banner i mean i don't even i i'm so just i used to be able to listen to podcasts at work and stuff and like i just like i'm i have no time to like listen to listen to podcasts at at all um so it's just man i don't know life man right people don't want to hear me talk about life though they want to hear <laughs> us talk about wrestling and aiw and all that sort of business. I think they're just happy to have us back. But th- yes, let's get into the wrestling. I'm pretty excited for this week for this uh, Saturday show. We haven't uh, we haven't been you know it's we were rocking and rolling there for quite a while, and then now you know in the little winter months there, the little winter winter lull that we had doing a show only once a month. It's like I feel like I haven't seen you forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, what I like about how the schedule developed is especially you know for 2023 is Mm -hmm. we've kind of set it up like a like a real kind of wrestling territory to where we're not in the same place too much all year now there are plenty of psychopaths that follow us everywhere we go which is greatly appreciated but there are also people that only come in cleveland or only come in akron you know, and like we're kind of like mm-hmm. sticking and moving a lot this year. And then, you know, we're throwing Youngstown into the mix, you know, and then the summer, like a lot of the, you know, those summer things are lining up. You know, we're uh, talking with North Canton again. We're talking with Wadsworth again. Um, we're, we're talking with the people out in Ashtabula about doing the Fonzie thing again. So, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff cooking up, you know, and um it's, you know, then you got you, you got the rate you got the rate you got Russell Rager you know we're back at we're gonna go back to no class again this year so like that I can't there, wait for of course there's just a lot of there, there's there's a lot of stuff cooking up you know already and we lost we lost the Winchester dates but you know we got a couple of irons in the fire on, on that stuff too right now you know nothing nothing official but we have a couple you know, possible meetings on the horizon. So uh, there, there's been there's been a lot going on, and there's the schedule is is, is pretty packed. Um, not to mention, you know, we're doing the black label production, we're doing the ring rentals for old wrestling. You know, so th- even when there's not an AIW show, there's something going on. You know, almost every weekend, it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, I think that goes to say, you know, that's almost like a, a tip of the hat to the fans, too, you know, because 
we're everywhere. We don't, we never just run one city, one building. We're all over the place because we have people that, you know, we have, we, we're all over the place. We got fans all over Ohio, Northeast Ohio. So and that's really, what I mean. We're really spreading ourselves around. And that's what I mean. Kind of setting it up more like a, like a traditional, like a, like a territory as opposed to, you know, AW just does shows in Cleveland. You know, now you, now you can find us Cleveland, Akron, Youngstown, you know, Wadsworth and, you know, and the, Aston Beulah at least once a year, which could be twice a year. You know, we're talking to them about um, doing something at their convention in October uh, that that they run. So, um, just a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. Um, trying to keep everything fresh is hard. Trying to get you know a, a cool guest for for a lot of these things. Uh, just trying to you know keep everything. It, I thought about this the other day. It's like been doing AIW for so long, almost almost 18 years at this point, which is insane to say out loud. Uh, <laughs> but it just it still feels like we're just getting started and we're just getting going and like the, nothing is routine and like we're always trying to find out ways to evolve and you know keep things fresh. So you know we just we had a huge meeting on Saturday. Uh, you know, on how to keep things fresh and, you know, what, what the plans are and, you know, let's, let's figure out, you know, what we want to do, you know, for absolution and, you know, what we want to do with the gauntlet and, you know, just all this, all this other stuff. It's, uh, it, it, it doesn't feel like you've been doing it for, for this long and it doesn't feel like it, it's still doesn't feel like it's an easy, you know what I mean? Like there's no easy buckets when it comes to independent wrestling. So it's like, you know, everything is a challenge. Every show is a challenge. Everything, you know, we've been on a great run, uh, you know, of course, based on our fans. But, you know, like uh, the more you grow, the more issues you have. Like, you know, we just started it off like huge, huge tax tax bill. You know what I mean? Like never had never had to deal with anything like that in my life. Uh and you go, oh fuck! Not gonna make this mistake again. You know what I mean? Like, um, just always learning and, and and growing. And it's just, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, is is uh, well oiled of a machine as it is. Once we kind of get in the mix of you know a show day, it's still uh, is exciting and feels like we have so much more to do and so much more room to grow. Do you feel like it's hard in this kind of day and age in 2023 with bringing in new people as far as like meet and greets go? Because we are kind of, I feel like, like, like the superstars of wrestling, like the legends, that type of, you know, people like, hey, W's been around for 18 years. Like you said, we've had a lot of guests. Do you feel like it's a challenge to still kind of bring in? you know, exciting people, or do you feel like, you know, I mean, I, I think all the people we bring in are great. I know the list of th things you're working on, et cetera, but do you feel like that's like a, a task, you know, like a big task to always kind of keep somebody like, cause you got to put yourself in the minds of how many fans, like who, you know, who do they want to see? Who's relevant in 2023? Who, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it is, um, it's interesting because uh, like there's what what would maybe excite me might not ex excite everybody you know what I mean right um 
and there's this big kind of gap of, you know, there were wrestling megastars, and then there's kind of like this gap, and it's like uh, the people that are megastars are still megastars, still on television, and then there's some people in between, and then, you know, there's so many full-time jobs available in wrestling, so it's like uh, it gets, you know, a little dicey as far as being able to to book somebody. So, like, the pot is, like, really small when you really think about, you know, guests. And some guests are hit and some some don't, right? Like, mm-hmm. X-Pac, I think, hit, you know. Uh, it seems like Ron Simmons is hitting, you know. Like, tickets are, are doing fairly well for, for this Saturday. Um, so you don't know. And then I, I try to think outside the box and, uh, you know, that's how I land on – Abdul the Butcher for next month. You know what I mean? I I, it, I thought that's a super weird one. Um, yeah. And that's been a whole process of, you know, I found an email, got a phone number, called the phone number. It's not him. <laughs> it's like a, you know, uh, then I got to explain everything. And then they call me back. Then Abdullah gets on the phone and he's like yelling at me on speakerphone. <laughs> uh and then, you know, we negotiate a deal and, uh, reluctantly <laughs> I sent, I sent a deposit that I hope, uh, is fulfilled, but I just thought it was such a weird person that I think everybody's going to go, oh yeah, you know what? Like he's 82 years old. Like he's a legend. Like how often am I going to be able to get something signed by Abdul the butcher or get a picture with him? You know? So that's kind of what I think about. Uh, and then you know when you're you're working with these different towns you can do like a like a retread right like you we we did it with Scott Hall you know we we've, we've uh done it with Booker T before but you know now you can take somebody to Youngstown that we've had before that you know we have a relationship with or you know what i mean like you right. can start bringing some people back and you know obviously like our hardcore loyal fans you know have probably won't participate in that meet and greet because they've met them along the way. But, you know, you you can bring wrestler X into Youngstown and like you may pull an entirely new fan base, you know, on top of what you already have. So (laughs) it's, I mean, it's hard to figure out. And, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I had somebody really great lockdown for our return to Cleveland and then they had a conflict come up before it was announced. So, you know, now I have to scramble and I got to find somebody for our return to the temple. Um, you know, stuff, stuff like that kind of happens. And it's like, that's the stuff that people don't know about is like, sometimes there's these deals in place and they fall apart before they even get announced. Uh, mm. so, you know, stuff like that can get a little discouraging and defeating, but you know, I, and sometimes I go, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know how this, how this person's going to do, or, um, you know, it's a, it's just always, it, it's always a, it's, it's always a challenge. I feel like AIW does a pretty great job of that. I mean, there's, there hasn't been any guests. Like, I mean, you're talking about even guys who weren't like super huge, or I guess not to say, you know, uh, Tommy Rich wasn't super huge, but like, a guy like that and who nowadays you wouldn't really necessarily hear about, but he came in, he was great. I mean, guys, guests like that, like you always seem to have a good like feel on, because that's like I said, like it's hard, what you think is great isn't going to necessarily be for everyone, but you have done a good job of getting a pretty good 
percentage, I guess, is to say, you know, you can't, you can't please everybody, you know what I'm saying? But you've done a pretty good job of pleasing the majority, I would say, with who you bring in. Yeah, and I mean, it's just all about kind of, I look at it as like the icing on the cake, right? Like the AW show is always going to, you know, be at least passable to good, I think. So mm-hmm. that part, you know, even just if it's just our local homegrown crew, like I have total faith in, in that part. But, you know, the the wrestling legend or meet and greet just helps with the, I don't know, it, 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 it can help sell somebody on, you know, do I want to go to that or do I not want to go to that? I don't really know what independent wrestling is, but I want to meet Ron Simmons, you know, like stuff like that. Right. That's what I was going to take us into the next thing, bringing in Ron Simmons to Akron. I feel like Akron is a great town. That's a town where we do a lot of, like, legend guys, kind of older. I feel like bringing in Ron Simmons to a town like that is great. Like you said, uh, you know, their tickets are doing pretty well for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had to add an additional row, which we have not had to do in Akron in quite some time. I don't think since Absolution, to be honest with oh, you. Wow. Um, you oh, wow. Oh, it's going to uh, be rocking then. That's awesome. Yeah, Absolution was the last, like, really, really good Akron pre-sale. You know, like, October was down uh, with the Nasty Boys and Jimmy Hart, which was shocking. But, you know, I don't know. We've speculated on, you know, people telling us it was homecoming or all these other different things. Um, And then, you know, obviously December we had to do, like, the the venue switch, you know, the quick venue switch. very short notice. And then uh, we did February, which was was also was also down as far as presale is concerned. I mean it 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 turned out well, but you know, it's um it's not like I said earlier. It's 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 never easy, but you know, this one is uh really trending to do well right now. You know, we um we have the ability to add fourth row in Akron, but like a lot of the time we do not make it available because the tickets just aren't selling like that. Um but we had we had to add the fourth row earlier this week because <laughs> all the other premium tickets had, had sold out. Right. Well, let's get into some of the matches. Uh, what's Do you have anything on the card that you're really looking forward to, per se? Is there anything on this card that you're like, man, I can't wait for that one? I have a couple, but anything uh, I, I think, you know, I think it's a good card for a lot of different reasons. I mean, right off the bat, I think... Uh, Hardway Holloway and Kaplan really jumps off the page at me when I was put, putting this together. Um, yeah. You know, there were a couple different instances, you know, of what to do with Sam. And, you know, at, at one point we were going to give Kaplan, Kaplan the, uh, the show off. You know, he's always going super hard every match he does. And it's, you know, it's kind of catching up to him a little bit physically. Just going to uh, be a know. jerky salesman that show. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, because – the thing is, is like, you know, like uh, veteran wrestlers are always like, yeah, you know, save your bumps or, you know, there's a bump card or this and that. Kaplan goes 1000% every time he wrestles. Like he doesn't know how to phone it in. He doesn't know oh, yeah. how to not just mangle and destroy his body. So, you know, he would never ask for it off. But like seeing him, you know, what the people don't see like Kaplan like behind the curtain, you know what I mean? Where he is just like not walking well and like you know uh in just in a a lot of pain backstage so you know just out of 
you know, looking out for his own well-being, we are potentially going to, you know, <laughs> let him rest up. I've I've uh, said it before on this show, other shows, Kaplan, every time, every single time he comes through the curtain, it looks like he was in a car accident. Every single time. He's limping. He's very hurt. He's most often bloody. He's holding something, and it's not like kayfabe. And the man literally yeah, yeah. looks like he's been in a car accident every single time he comes back through the curtain. Every time. Right. So uh, that was a thought and I just kept moving things around and then, you know, I somehow arrived at this and I went, you know, because uh, here's the, like Sam Holloway, you know, has this is his area. Right. So like you want to kind of give him something, a big opportunity. You know, this is where sure. he is from. This is where he is going to garner the most support. Um, and. I just wrote this down one day and I went, man, I think that is like you said, you know, Kaplan always looks as if he's in a car wreck. I was like, I looked at those two names and I was like, that is a car wreck that you would, you know, you're going to slow down to look at. Yeah. Uh, That's exactly what my thought process was in, in, in booking that match. So, you know, right off the bat, that one really, you know, really jumps off the page at me. There's, um, I think the whole show's good. You know what I mean? You have uh, you know our first steel cage match in years and years and years and years uh, with uh, PME and uh, Prohibition and M Dog. Um, you know they, that's been that thing's been brewing. Uh, everyone will finally get a chance to see our brand new steel cage. Uh, yes. We've never even set it up before, so <laughs> be, be prepared for that learning curve. I'm I'm uh, so excited for this match for many reasons. Um, you know, you know, you know, I've been a fan of AIW, been coming for a while. There was there's been a lot of firsts, you know, uh, I've saw my, you know, my first barbed wire match at AIW, ladder matches, etc. all these stuff, all these things. I have yet to see a cage match at AIW. I have not been coming, you know, long enough for the old Turner's days and the old big pink cage that you used to have. So this will be my first cage cage match and i cannot wait yeah i mean i'm i'm looking i'm very much looking forward to it um yeah the 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 whole card is great you know the the mystery behind the bitcoin boys open challenge is out there uh not even going to begin to speculate uh i'll I'll leave that to uh the fans in attendance or or people on twitter to make guesses (laughs) as to who that's going to be um Go ahead. A big a, a match I'm excited to see. Big Zig getting another match again against Steph Delander. Uh, Cardona's. Uh, yeah, you know Steph Delander came in um, at the last event and and, and obviously made a, a big impact. Um, you know, and she actually came in on a losing effort against Jocelyn Navarro. Um, and uh, you know, Big Zig has uh, not had too many singles matches herself. Um, so I thought, you know. Uh, Let's let's see what these two can get in there and do. Uh, obviously, you know, Big Zig wrestled in Kent, um, and she's not wrestling on you know on a consistent basis on the on the main shows. <clears throat> but you know, now we have another uh, another woman to to throw into the mix. Uh, so I thought this was this would be a, a good opportunity for both of them. You know, um, Steph Delander has to prove that she can win um you know big zig ha- wants to prove that she belongs on you know on the main cards right. uh so i think that there's uh, a, a lot at stake for both of them here i thought it was 
something that people would get excited about. And, you know, I think I was right based on, you know, it, it did get quite the reaction on, on social media when we announced it. So uh, very much looking forward to that one as well. Another match we got for the intense title, Derek versus Tom Lawler, filthy, the filth man, love seeing Tom back, versus Shaw Mason versus the scramble god, Chase Oliver. Now, this is a four-way that you, you're not going to see anywhere but AIW. Shaw Mason in there with Tom again. He's you know he's faced Tom, Derek and Chase have faced each other. Now you're going to put all four of them in there. Four extremely different styles in the ring at one time. You know this is this is a this is a classic AIW four way scramble. You know what I mean? This is four guys who have completely different styles getting in there. All have kind of seen each other in one way, form or fashion. Now they're going to put all of them in there. This is great. Yeah, you know I just uh, again it's just when you know I'm kind of you know, doing this thing where I'm moving the names around and I'm seeing, you know, what falls into place. Um, you know, Shaw Mason coming off a win, Tom Lawler coming off, off a win. Uh, Chase Oliver is always in the mix because he, he really never wins and never loses because he's in so many scramble matches. You know what I mean? So, like, right. it's hard to really gauge. Um, and, uh, you know, it, at first it was I, I had it as a three-way but you know uh, anybody that knows me i just hate odd numbers so i was like man we need a fourth person and i went you know what chase oliver fits will fit right in there because it's going to be a weird weird mix of people um so and that's exactly what i was looking for i was looking for uh just uh, meshing those styles all all together and, and seeing what happens you know it could turn out awful it could turn out great um but those are kind of the chances you have to take, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it, it's the way I look at it is it's really easy to, to book a good match in independent wrestling. I don't think it really takes too much skill to like take good wrestler versus good wrestler. Mm-hmm. And like, it's good. Uh, I think it's uh, a lot more of an accomplishment when, when you take all, all these different kind of wrestlers and you throw it in the pot and you see what they can come up with. Yeah. And if it's bad, you know, you just say, hey, look who was in there. You know what I mean? Of course it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, right? Uh, another another big match I'm really looking forward to, Dom versus Fred Rosser. Now, this is a guy I haven't seen too much of, um, so I'm I'm pretty excited to see, you know, Dom get in there and mix it up with a guy who's in New Japan currently. He was in the WWE, correct? Yeah, he had a, he was in WWE for a very very long time as Darren Young. Um, Darren Young, you know, had, had oh, a see, very that name sounds familiar now. He very very long run. He's in the primetime players with uh, Titus O'Neil. I, I believe he was in Nexus. Like he he was there for 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 a really really long time. Um, okay, and you know now he's kind of reinvented himself. Uh, you know on. New Japan Strong, and he's an instructor at the New Japan Dojo in LA, and um, has has really kind of uh, just totally reinvented him, himself as as a wrestler in America. And um, this is a big test for Dom. You know, like mm-hmm. Dom's been in there with with a lot of great wrestlers. Uh, no kind of disrespect for Dom, but this is like definitely leveling up for him. You know what I mean? This is not. Your your run of the mill like great independent wrestler. This is a guy that is uh, you know at the very top of his game has huge, huge huge resume. Um, you know not only in WWE but what he's been able to do. Uh, 
on New Japan Strong and, you know, uh, just uh, had some incredible matches with, you know, someone we know very well in Filthy Tom Lawler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think this is definitely a step up in class for Dom. Um, it can go either way, you know what I mean? Um, Dom is, is really, you know, uh, one of the guys at the top of the food chain in, in independent wrestling, but... You don't you, that you don't know what that what that difference is. You know what I mean when you're going when you're looking at somebody uh, of the pedigree of Fred Rosser. So uh, it it can really go you know uh, uh, in a zillion different directions. <laughs> I think it's uh, a great test for Dom. It's something that Dom needs. Um, and uh, you know if uh, I, I know everyone's really uh, big on the on the new legalized sports betting. And, and Dom is usually a pretty big favorite. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the favorite. You know what I mean? If you if you put their resumes next to each other, I think um, you know this is this is a big big test for Dom. Which you know at the independent level, you, you don't see Dom get tested too much. But this is uh, th- right, this yeah. is this could be what what he needs. You know what I mean? If he wants to ever you know step up in class as a pro wrestler, I think it's a it's incredible move on your part because you're doing that for Dom, and you're really kind. Of, you know, he gets put in there with a lot of the like you guys you, you said the great you know the great guys of the independent scene and this type of stuff. But it's also huge because, you know, then Fred's going to come in and do a seminar. So it's like not only does Dom get to learn from that and have this great match, but like you as a a promoter are bringing in names to always get your students and your core core roster of AIW who's around here better. You know what I mean? And that's that's huge in my opinion because the fans, yeah, we get this great match. We're going to get Dom versus Fred Rosser, but... This guy's going to come in and do a seminar that's going to make everybody who comes to AIW and wrestles with AIW better. And it's only, you know what I mean? That's only just furthering the great matches everyone's going to have down the road. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that is, you know, investing in the future. That is, you know, AIW investing in the future. That's the individuals who choose to do the seminar, investing in their future. Um, So, you know, and I... I look at it that way, you know, like there's only so much you can learn from Dom of the school or, or Derek or Duke or Josh prohibition or any of the number of trainers that, that go in there and and help on a day to day basis. But, you know, when you bring in these outside guys with these other perspectives and these other life experiences that um, they can share and they can teach, that is how you make people better as you said um and uh, that is you know a, a big part behind bringing in fred rosser obviously is he is you know he's a coach at the new japan D- american dojo in in los angeles you know what i mean like uh that is a huge huge deal and you don't know you know like nobody has brought that sort of perspective and training to this area for the most part so um I think it's a an incredible opportunity, you know, not only for Dom, like you said, but everybody that attends the AW school uh, to be able to get in there and and learn with somebody of of his caliber. Right. 
Right. You know, because, you know, it's not every day you're going to get to go fly out to L.A. and get invited to that dojo and learn from that. Somebody comes around this area and wants to give that information. You'd be a fool not to take it. Right. And, you know, uh, the crazy thing that shocks me is, you know, we have we did open up a few spots outside of the A.W. school and I have not had anybody uh, inquire about it. Wow. You know, we've uh, we've sent it out to, uh, you know, other schools in the area and uh, no, no takers as of yet. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, it's uh, the A.W. Academy's gain, you know, nonetheless. Sure. Uh, a couple more matches. Uh, we got bulking season versus money shot. Now, this is going to be an interesting matchup to see where kind of bulking seasons, you know, coming back off of losing the titles a few matches ago to Bitcoin. You know, yeah, they, they, they want to get back in the they want to get back in the conversation for sure. Right, right. And you, you got guys like Money Shot who have always been kind of scratched and clawing to get their way up the ranks of the AIW tag division. So this is going to be a real interesting one, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we we've seen Money Shot kind of have this kind of undercover run that I don't think too many people are paying attention to, um, but they've never been pinned. You know what I mean? Uh, much like Chase right. Oliver, you know, sometimes they're in these multi tag team matches and they don't win, but they don't they don't lose either. Um, yeah. So you know, it's it's to me, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, can they hang with not the champs, but the, you know, the last champs. Uh, and, you know, on the flip side of that is, you know, can Chuck and Arthur, you know, recover, you know, uh, coming off a loss, you know what I mean? A big loss mm-hmm. uh, by losing those tag titles. Um, you know, it's always kind of interesting to see how, how performers and wrestlers kind of react to that adversity. You know what I mean? Do they like regroup and rise again or the, do they fade off? Right, because this will be an opportunity for them to really kind of prove, hey, we, you know, we were the champs and we could be again by pinning Money Shot. Because, like you said, they've won, you know, we've seen them win, but we've also never actually see them lose and take the pin. You know, they, like you said, they've been in multi man, you know, multi tag stuff. Now it's bulking season versus Money Shot tag versus tag so bulking season has an opportunity to come in and say hey we still belong we're still around you know we're still a force to be reckoned with be the first ones to pin money shot yeah absolutely um has has the uh has the uh absolute title been uh announced yet everything's announced right uh no uh it'll be announced uh by the time this comes out it'll be uh the newly crowned absolute champion Matthew Cardona uh, defending against the former champion Joshua Bishop, who was he did not beat uh, at the Temple. So that's uh, yeah, Josh didn't take the pin, correct? Right. I mean, so he, you know, this is a chance, and you know, this one's been this one's been brewing for literally years, if you really think about it. Um, oh yeah. You know, this is. This is where we were headed to, to absolution last year, and uh, unfortunately, Matthew Cardona, uh, you know, suffered that injury that put him out for several months, uh, and and we never got that big match that you know th- that big moment in Akron uh, for Joshua Bishop, and um, you know, as as luck would have it, here we are, um, you know, a little late, but we're finally getting to that big main event at the at the Tadmore Shrine of uh, Matt Cardona versus Joshua Bishop one-on-one. 
Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like you said, Josh didn't lose. He, he kind of had people, you know, that last way was a three-way, and uh, he didn't. Four-way. Four, excuse me, four-way. Uh, it was announced as a three, then Justice was added and all that. So, yes, I mean, it was it was kind of out of Josh's control on as far as, you know, he had two extra guys. Now he has Cardona one-on-one for the belt. We're going to see Josh, you know, He's he's not going to be happy about losing the belt without taking the pin, you know. So I think you're going to see Josh, not that he hasn't ever been motivated, but I think he's going to be extremely motivated to show, you know, now it's just me and you. You know, uh, Cardona likes to call uh, Josh uh, Stiffy. He says he he hits hard. Wait till you see how hard Josh is going to hit in this match, I believe. Yeah, and... uh... The X factor of it all is that dastardly Bill Alfonso is going to be out there. You know, I, I still it's still hard to believe. It's like a dream you wake up from and you're like, man, wait, was that real or was it a dream? But this is real life. Bill Alfonso and, and Matt Cardona, it's it's wild times out here in AIW. It's something I never would have thought I would, you know, it's this is I don't think I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. You know, we never really had a chance to discuss that, but uh, I have never in all of AIW witnessed a live reaction like that um, that we saw at the temple uh, at the conclusion of 216. I mean, I saw people were crying. Uh, there, there was a man was just, crying. There was a man crying. There, I mean, it. Was, people were shocked. I just, um, yeah, I, I, I'm very interested to see what that reaction is going to be when Fonzie walks to the ring with Matt Cardona for the first time, because for years Fonzie has been, uh, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, the, a mascot for AIW, you know what I mean? He's oh, legend. out in line with the fans. He's, he's hanging, you, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't think he acted the way he does at AIW at other places when he goes there. Um, I mean, I'm sure Bill's nice to everyone. Alfonsi's nice to everyone. He'll take a picture with. He'll talk to you. But like you're saying, at AIW, he's walking around in line, chatting with people. You know, he's he is around. You will see Fonzie at AIW. I don't think he acted like that at other promotions. You know what I mean? No, I'm 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 absolutely with you because. Um and and i think that's why people were so upset yeah by what happened um i'm very interested to see how how that that whole thing unfolds because um <laughs> people were mad oh. you know what i mean and and people have not forgotten so uh i don't know you know what i mean maybe maybe He's gonna get the uh, the old Doctor Dan toilet paper treatment. I don't know. Oh man! Uh, but people, uh, people are like, I think very angry at Fonzie because um, people hate Matt Matt Cardona as it is. Um, yeah, he's... so it's just like it, it, it's like coming from all angles for people to be mad mad at Fonzie. <laughs> Um, also, we do, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, we have some pre-show action. Um, I know th- those were both announced, right? We got some pre-show matches, so definitely get there early. 
Uh, we got Tyson Riggs versus AJ the Slugger Austin James. Uh, we got PB Smooth and Carson versus H2V2. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have two uh, two pre-show matches this time. Um, you know, probably do one real because there's I think there's gonna be a lot of people coming to meet Ron Simmons. Yeah. Uh, so you know we're gonna open those doors right at six thirty. Have people getting in line, and uh, you know we'll probably throw the first pre-show match out there like six fifty or so, and then you know uh, do another one. You know, uh, I don't know seven ten or, or somewhere along there, to where you know uh, it's not a you know an hour of people kind of sitting in silence. Um, yeah, and, and you know it gets and it gets people also some reps in as well. You know, in front of the crowd, um, warms them up a little bit uh, for the big show, which. I believe the main card is eight matches, which is what we're going to try to stick to as best as possible, unless it's like a super big show like uh, Absolution or something. Uh, we're really going to kind of try to keep the uh, the main shows, the streams on fight, uh, the main cards uh, running running smooth. I think the pre-show, I like the idea of the pre-show matches because especially with in a place like Akron where you're going you're going to have a big line for Ron Simmons. It, our our line, our meet and greet lines are always big in Akron and it gives you something to do while you're standing there. Hell, even if you're standing in line getting a beer, getting some pizza, you know, some food, if there's a match in the ring going on, something you can pay attention to, you don't just got to stand there and talk to your buddies. I feel like that, you know, I I like that in Akron. I think it gives people something to do. It's great. Like you said, gives people opportunity to work. You know, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, so we're going to try to keep with this schedule going forward. And you know, you'll you'll see those pre-show matches, you know, popping up on YouTube and and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, you know, that's that's the card. Um, I'm excited about it. It should be it should be packed. Um, you know, we've already outsold the last you know like i said earlier the last few akron shows as far as pre-sold pre-sale is concerned uh so if you want to meet ron simmons i suggest you get there early <coughs> um i don't know if ron simmons is going to be a stick around and come back out of the intermission guy you know everyone's a little different about that um sort of thing but uh yeah, you know, um, buy some merch because that tax check was hefty. <laughs> yeah, we do have, you know, we do have uh, AIW logo shirts that we made at the last show. We have leftovers, um, you know, lime green, and it says, uh, you know, 216 on the back. Um, we got some hats, all, all, all sorts of stuff. We'll have posters uh, for sale for the event, um, you know, that you can get autographed and, and things like that. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're just uh um I'm excited because we we haven't had um you know a sure thing in Akron like I said since Absolution um last July, so it seems like um this show is really is really hitting right now. Um and again, you know, we have to go back and uh got to thank everybody that came to the temple for our return to Cleveland. Uh, you know, we can't sign off without talking about that. Uh, man. Yeah. What a return to Cleveland, baby. That thing was packed. We, um, so, so, so happy. Like legitimate had legitimately had to turn people away at the door. 
um, cause we just could not fit any more people into that room. Um, just a awesome, awesome turnout from everybody. You know, obviously Sean Waltman helped with that. Sean Waltman's not going to be there every time. I hope that people can continue to pack it when we go there. You know what I mean? We have, uh, we're back there in June. <coughs> um, we're, uh, it, it looks like we're going to do Jaylet there in the fall. Um, and then we're going to end the year there strong in December. So, you know, it's, um, Ron well, that's John another birthday thing. show, <laughs> the December show. Hell yeah. That, that's another thing we didn't talk about. Not, not only are we bouncing around Cleveland, Youngstown, Akron, you know, we also got East Lake. you know, we, we've upped that schedule from, from one to twice a year, uh, this year, you know what I mean? So we're, we're, we're bouncing all over the place. Um, and I know people had their, uh, concerns and criticisms of the temple, but man, did it look so legit in that room? You know what I mean? Just packed out, and it's a, such a cool looking space. And I was just so ecstatic that that happened. You know what I mean? No matter where we go, AIW is a Cleveland promotion. That's the, that's the only venue that'll have us in the greater Cleveland area right now. Um, there's gonna, you know, there's gonna be some growing pains. It is what it is. But I think that room, when it was packed out like that, was incredible. That was a great vibe. The crowd was hot. It was loud. I mean, you know what I mean. That like, it was great. And you know, we did bring up the concerns. You know, like they told us it was gonna be free parking. They sprung parking on there, but they had their explanation did make sense to me. And it was hard for me to argue much further in the fact that they put whether it was big or not, they put a, they had another rental in another one of the venue spaces in the complex. So they said, we have to charge to park because we don't know, you know what I mean? And, uh, that's just kind of the, the cards that we were dealt for the day. We, we did reiterate that at any time possible, we would, uh, always prefer to have free parking, uh, in which they have, promised they are going to do their best to accommodate but here's the reality with that space they told us they have 18 venue spaces within that complex yeah (laughs) now they are not all show ready yet but one day i i assume that they're going to be you know uh, other events going on while while our event is going on i mean I, I I understand where everyone's coming from, but they did, you know, they kept it at 10 bucks, you know, which is, uh, I don't know. You know, I, uh, I thought it was the best way to, to meet in the middle of, of, of what the circumstance was, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's unfortunate, but it's something that's out of your control. But it's also something in the future. You know, we've had the, we've had this problem. It was the first time there. So we had a few hurdles. And just like anything, we're going to kind of reorganize, shift what we can do, especially, you know, people were complaining about the chairs and where they're going to go. You know, that's a lot of things. You know, it's hard to run a wrestling promotion. These This next time we'll be, you know, we've we've ran that room now. Now we're going to know, hey, you know, we got to put the chairs here. We got to have aisles to get right. in and out here. 
you know, but the more that we go to this place and pack this place and go back there and show them that that's big, the big part of it too. I don't, they, they had no idea what they were in for as far as with AIW and the AIW fans. No, they, they didn't really have faith. I don't think, you know what I mean? Based right. on their past experiences, I don't think that they had much faith in it, you know, so much so that like the head guy, when we arrived, came up to like pull me aside and was like, Hey, I didn't expect this to sell out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and kind of had changed the, the, the tone of all of the dealings with up until that point. Um, and, uh, they were impressed, you know what I mean? And like, w- there were other things that we were trying to do, but we just, we ran out of time. You know, uh, that day, because we had, we were dealing with a very bad production issue, you know, like, uh, we couldn't, we could not get internet, then we couldn't get it lit the way we wanted it lit, you know what I mean? And like, we wanted to move some of that stuff out of there, you know, some of those, um, those, uh, like fold down chairs, like those I don't even yeah, know what you yeah. call them. You they know were almost I mean? like, like pews from a church. Those those foldable like theater chairs. Right, and you know we just we just ran out of time. You know now that we know what it's like in there with the ring. You know what I mean? We are going to kill <coughs> those those two rows on the side. You know what I mean? So uh, just there there was already less premium tickets. There's going to be even less when we return, you know, just an FYI. But what we are going to do is we're probably going to put a few more out from the ring. You know what I mean? In that big open area. Yeah, in the back. So, like, you won't have a third row on the sides, but you'll have a third row there and maybe a fourth row. You know what I mean? Um, to where it's a little bit more manageable. And, you know, trust me, all, all of the concerns and... Um, all the that stuff that's all stuff that that we saw but we had to see it you know with with our own eyes right. you can't you you can't just say hold on guys we're going to reconfigure this whole thing when there's 500 people or whatever it was in in, in the room you know like you got to yeah. kind of roll with it and then adjust at, at next time so i i hope that people were not totally soured on the experience um i think that there's a ton of potential for us there to, to continue to grow, uh, in, in the Cleveland area, because you know what I mean? Like the, the Odeon was a real venue, but the Odeon was like, it was kind of, you know, on the outskirts of the real venues. Like that is a, that is a real venue. They're, they're booking big time shows in there. And, um, you know, it legitimizes what AIW is a little bit more and not for nothing, you know, whether they believed in us or not, they were willing to give us a home when we didn't have one. And now they really believe in it. You know, they were, and I know that you can attest to this, you know, you walked around, you, you and Pedro spent time with the head guy at the end of the night. And he was very much on board with us. I think that was kind of that was kind of like where I was going with my whole point too is is I know there's going to be some learning curves and some some issues at the beginning but if we keep showing up and the AIW faithful keeps showing up and packing this place they're just going to be more and more apt to doing stuff for us you know next time we go they're going to have more people stocked at the bar everything now that they saw how we showed up the first time 
you know, they're going to be ready for it. And everyone going forward will be able to kind of change a little bit and, you know, and, and be able to deal with anything, you know, going forward a little better just because we've already done it. You know, we have an idea of what, you know, needs to change or whatever. And yeah, they, they didn't, they didn't in their, in their defense, they didn't have the greatest example of what was going to happen. And the AIW showed up and, and AIW happened. So, <laughs> but yeah, he, right. he and, loved us. That's for sure. Yeah. They just weren't ready. You know what I mean? People were complaining about the lack of food. Well, they had food, but they had it in like their basement venue space area where the other show was going on, thinking that everybody would just wander down there. You know what I mean? They weren't there. They weren't prepared for, for what was going on. So we were actually, you know what I mean? And I know you and Pedro did more in depth than when I, I was there, but we were able to kind of have a little bit of a mini meeting after the event was over and it was like they're like yeah we're gonna we're gonna staff this lobby bar and we're gonna put food here and we're gonna you know what i mean because they were even shocked that we had all of our merch and stuff going on in the lobby and they were kind of like oh wow this is everybody should be doing this you know what i mean like the concerts everything but i i don't know where they put it but they were like really like blown away that we were utilizing all of that space on the first floor mm-hmm. <laughs> and um they started to kind of get it you know what i mean like yeah uh, t- it, it was too late for them to audible as it was happening but you know afterwards they're like we're we're opening this bar we're putting food here we're doing this you know what i mean like yeah, because as much as you tell them, hey, we're gonna we're gonna sell. There's gonna be the, when when we have that initial meeting and we you buy those dates and you say, hey, the, you know, this is what's gonna happen. As a venue owner, they're gonna say, yeah, sure, because every show that they book there wants to sell it out and wants to have a thousand people right. there, et cetera, yada yada. But they're unless you prove that and do this, you know, they're not gonna book. You're, they're not gonna to put a hundred people on the schedule to have ten people show up, and then they got people standing around that they're paying all night. But now that they've seen we kind of show out, and that's how the fan base is. That this next time things are gonna be different, right? And you know, if he, he, the, the only way to like in to enact them to change is to like show who we are you know what i mean adam isn't just me it's not just pedro it's not just the wrestlers it's everybody you know so like uh that's the only way every venue we've ever went to was like yeah okay you know what i mean like every single one there's not a one that they're like yeah sure there's not one that was like awesome you know what i mean everyone's like yeah okay cool you know what i mean like uh you owe us this much money if you want to do a show on this day (laughs) yeah right you know so it's just it helps us create leverage and, you know, bring things down and, you know, um, who knows what happens in 2024 because, you know, we have we have X amount of dates there through the end of this year. And then we're kind of free agents and, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but there's not a lot in AIW – there's not a lot in Cleveland – that can go to a venue and say, we guarantee you, no matter what, we're going to have at least 200 to 500 people show up. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a lot of bands that can do that in the, in this town um, on a regular basis. So, you know, it's just helping kind of build the, uh, you know, I, I guess, reputation and resume of, of what AIW is. <laughs> and 
you know, will continue to help us exist and um, have options going going forward. You know, like uh, another great example of that is, you know, uh, no class. The new owner had never seen wrestling ever. You know what I mean? Like was like very hesitant about Russell Rager returning there last year, like had no idea yeah. what to expect was they, like she was I don't very get hesitant it. on it um that's for sure when when i first showed up i was the first person to get there and there were still cars parked there and stuff like in that back lot and yeah she was very hesitant like wrestling huh like okay like and then by the end right. of the day yeah i mean they loved us yeah by the end of the day they're like how many of these do you want to do next year yeah you know? did she, like, didn't it, they want to commentate one of the matches or something like she was up on the porch like they were loving it her yeah, and her husband so we're like, this is the greatest thing we've ever booked. Right. So it's just like you, you just got to uh, you got to weather the storm and, and, and show them. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, uh, I also know people don't like the Ticketmaster fees. They, you know, they said that they'll make time for people who, you know, don't want to pay those fees. Like they'll make times at box off at the box office for people to come down. You know what I mean? And, you know, just. They're really trying to accommodate because I, I, and I just want to get across that I am, you're, so, you know, what everybody is saying is not falling in deaf ears. Everything is being sent up the chain on your behalf. You know, like, I'm not just going like, yeah, whatever. Like, uh, everything is, is, is relayed to them. And I'm trying to, you know, enact these, these changes and, you know, some of the stuff you just got to kind of go with, you know what I mean? They have a contract with Ticketmaster. Like that is how all of these venues that use Ticketmaster are, you know, there's, I don't know the, the details of that, but like, that's the only reason why Ticketmaster exists is because they sign these venues to whatever deal, you know what I mean? And they're not allowed to use any other service. <laughs> so I've expressed people's, you know, displeasure with that. And, you know, they've said, Hey, you know, we'll make time at the box office to, you know, we can waive fees that way. And there's all these kind of different things that they're willing to do to keep us there. And, uh, uh I, I think that will continue, you know, even with the parking thing, you know, uh, Michelle and Jose were the ones that kind of like bit the bullet on that. And were the first ones to get that shock, because <laughs> when we were arriving, there's nobody out there. But, you know, they arrived and yeah, they got charged and they put, you know, they kind of threw the, the bat signal up. And, uh, you know, they were in the lobby and I'm sure they could tell you, you know, I went right down there and I, I grabbed the lady and I was like, hey, you know, this is not what we talked about. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think she kind of went over and, and, and spoke to them herself, too, because I was like, you're making me look bad. Like, I've preached this free parking thing for months you know like so it, it's uh, the you know all, all the you know feedback is not falling on deaf ears is what i want to say we're going to be back there in june <coughs> i hope that everybody packs it out again and um you know we have a great time because i, I really think out of all the venues aw looked the best in there from a from a live show standpoint it was just such a cool atmosphere and vibe like cooler than the odeon you know what i mean uh, just like a whole different experience 
Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad we're there for for as many ever shows as we got. But well, anything else that you want to tackle? I know you know it's been a minute, so I want to get everything in there while we got it. But hey, we're gonna be you know look for us on Monday Monday mornings. We're gonna be coming back weekly. Um. Yeah, and I put a couple questions in the Discord. Um, oh, do we get questions? Just, oh. I'll just, there's not too many people that responded. Jay Gold wants to know where we're drinking Saturday night. I don't know. There's no official after party at this time uh, in Akron. So I would suggest you you do all your drinking at, at the shrine for the time being uh, because um, we, we've not found a new Akron after party home. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, like, uh, the majority of the people have a new Japan dojo seminar that's uh, starts at 10 a.m. Yeah. So I don't know how many people are going to be going out on, on Saturday night. Listen, I don't got to go to the dojo. I'm drinking on after the show on Saturday. <laughs> um, Come drink with me, Jay Gold. Scott Randa wants to know about putting um, – Commentary on the North Canton shows uh, from last year. It's been it's been talked about, but um, you know the uh, a few things happened. You know, last year we only taped it with one um, one iPad, so uh, it's not the, the the footage is not as as good as as, as last year. Um, on one of the shows, the iPad just dies, and there's just no footage of the. <laughs> The rest of a, a West Barkley Eric Taylor match, <laughs> the, the uh, lost footage. It's just it's not there. Um, so uh, I don't know. We're still trying to lock in. Uh, we have to redrop. We have to drop new commentary on the Wrestle Razor show, uh, the first show where we tried to um, do our own production and we had all those crazy audio issues. Um, so. W- kind of you know first priority is getting is getting the new commentary track on that um wadsworth and uh dustin alberti have to kind of figure out a way to coordinate that with uh, chase oliver <coughs> so we can get that because uh, another thing you know what i mean I, I i bought all this new podcast stuff and it was stolen when my car was stolen yeah, so you know what i mean that threw a wrench on getting more things i i, I actually almost bought uh i was gonna buy a whole new setup and then uh i got that tax bill so i'm a little i'm not not too liquid at the moment as far as uh, (laughs) cash flow um but uh it's coming you know what i mean like i gotta you know we're we're working on i think after we get through (coughs) after we get through saturday uh and, and kind of get the you know get a little bit of the rainy day fund back back in action we'll be able to in, invest in some of this stuff you know but it was just a bad uh bad 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 year a good year but a bad year you know what i mean uh Texas tremendous growth quick man <laughs> tremendous growth financially you know what i mean and and what we were able to to do um you know we had uh, a few kind of paid gigs uh which you know really threw a wrench in things with you know the uh, 1099s that we received on that and um you know so 
uh, not to get too, you know, inside baseball, but uh, very unexpected uh, bill. Uh, but that's the way of the world right now. Everything's expensive. So, you know, uh, we, we always find a way and we will continue to find a way. But uh, I just got to kind of be a little bit more careful with uh, investing in uh, equipment uh, again. You know what I mean? For, for the time being, I got to build I, I got to build it up. Add to cart so quickly there, Thorne. <laughs> well, you know, I I added an entire uh, live production um, thing to the cart earlier last uh, last October or or so or September. So it's like the price of a Miata. <laughs> you know, I uh, I I really uh, nah, I thought I was being physical, fiscally responsible, but I wasn't thinking about the. Uh, the, the the new tax the, the new tax uh taxes and, and all that shit uh so you know we'll, we'll get through it but uh yeah whew, that was stiff uh one more question um jeremy wants me to upload the 8 by 10 options to patreon i will do that for you and uh, we already covered it. Any update to replace the Winchester shows? Nothing yet. Uh, got a few irons in the fire. Uh, nothing official as of yet because we we really want to um, get stuff on the books because you know we have uh, a lot of new guys that that need you know need that schedule, need those shows on the schedule to get you know that one on one experience. Um, we're probably going to have a whole new crop, you know, debuting sometime at, at, by the end of summer, early fall. Um, so, yeah, you know, meat. we, we got to get, uh, eventually, you know what I mean? It's going to be, we'll be able to have, you know, a student, all student shows, you know, uh, on these, you know, bar gigs, but, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're certainly working on it. Like I said, there's just there's been so much going on um but nothing official to to announce right here you got anything else no no just hoping to see everybody out there saturday it's gonna be a good time i know jay gold's coming in town we got one half of the goldstein brothers unfortunately sam's not gonna be here but we got josh it's great i can't wait um Longtime fan Trevor's coming out. I haven't seen Trevor in a while i'm pretty stoked to see that guy uh who else what else who, anything else what do you got Anybody coming out to the show? Your nephew? Is he gonna be back there terrorizing people? Uh, I don't know yet. Maybe. <laughs> I always love when he comes through the back and everyone ducks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I've not heard any official uh, official statements yet. All right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us. Uh, for John Thorne for AIW. My name is Ronald Two Legs. We'll see you next time. <laughs>